Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, I'm joined by a Fit Vegan superstar, Trevor. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Good. Thank you. I'm excited that we get to record today because, man, you've had an incredible transformation, kind of like we were talking about before recording. Uh, you look like 10 years longer, younger than your age. That's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, to this, uh, this fit vegan program that uh, you have offering here. So it's, it's been an amazing journey so far and, um, yeah, it's been a lot of challenges and a lot of hard work, but, um, continuing to push through and getting the results that I wanted. So I'm happy. Beautiful. Well, I'll, I'll take only a, a small part of the success. I think you have good genetics too. I was like, we got to put Trevor on a cover of a men's health magazine. Like that's the, that's the next step for you. We got to, we got to get you a photo shoot once you're done. Yeah, for real. I mean, I have to thank my parents for that. Cause I mean, they're in their early seventies and they could probably pass for like late fifties. So yeah, good. Well, just, so for the people listening, if you're on, on listening to audio, go to my Instagram, you'll be able to see Trevor's amazing photos. If you're on YouTube, you can obviously see it on the thumbnail, but uh, Trevor came in. I remember our initial conversation. He came in about like 180 pounds. Um, yep. He's like, man, he's like, I want to lose like 20 to 25 pounds. So when I look at your stats this morning, you're down 25.4 pounds, right? Yeah. So we slightly passed the higher level. So you're down 25.4 pounds. You reach your goal and you're about four and a half months into it. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. And there's a crazy difference between your photo. Again, I can't emphasize that. People that are listening to audio, go check out Trevor's photo. We, we got to get him a photo shoot. Yeah, for real. Cool. So man, let, let, let's dive into like your journey. Cause a lot of people listening to this are, and I'll, I gotta say Trevor's age, because I think it's a cool part. Trevor's 42. He looks like he's 32. He does not look his age. He looks fitter than most people that are in their thirties. And so, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't always like that. Like I remember initial conversation, you're like, dude, something needs to change. Um, and so kind of like guide me into what brought you to the place of like, I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to do this. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time coming. I, I'm kind of one that kind of always works and does things on my own. And um, probably about six years ago, I actually went vegan, or sorry, vegetarian um, on my own. And, and at that point, I was really looking for um, a change because I had uh, reached a point where I was at my heaviest. And I'm not a tall guy. I'm uh, only like five seven, and I had reached almost two hundred and twenty pounds, and so something needed to change. So I started working more on my diet. Um, one day, just woke up and decided to try uh, going off meat, and so counting calories and um, watching everything like that, I managed to lose about forty pounds on my own, and um, that was probably about four years ago, and. I knew like in the back of my mind, I still had more in me to keep going, but I, I struggled with the diet to stay consistent with it. 
And finally, I was just like, you know what, I need help because I'm not able to get that extra little bit off. And so that's kind of what led me to you guys. Yeah. So, and first of all, congratulations for losing 40 pounds on your, on your own. Right. I think a lot of people, um, not everyone is disciplined enough to do it on their own and lose that much weight, but you're able to do that. And I love that. It was like wanting to get that extra edge. You're like, you know what, like what I've been doing kind of kept me stuck. Now it's time to kind of level it up. Yeah, exactly. And so what made you want to kind of like work with me with us ultimately because I have you ever worked with someone online before or was this like in your first experience um I had worked with one online personal trainer before um but explaining to him like me being vegetarian um and he, he sort of designed a meal plan but it was a very generic thing um and it didn't change and um I, I just don't think he had the right resources to be able to provide me kind of what I needed and um so yes i had worked with somebody previously it was a good experience for what it was but i didn't in the end i didn't really get the results that i was hoping to get through that program and so i admit like before i started with you i was a little like um you know uneasy thinking like oh is this going to be the same thing and ultimately i was like you know what i'm just going to put my trust in into this and I had seen some of your um stuff on Instagram and just some of the transformations and so I just gave it a shot and here we are now you're one of them <laughs> I'm one of them yeah and going vegan I I, I mean um my mom always laughs because she's like the fact that I'm one vegetarian is one thing but the fact that I've now given up like dairy and eggs and all that is she never thought she'd see the day and neither did I, to be honest. So, yeah. W was there any concerns when you went vegan? Were you kind of like, did you kind of get stuck into the whole protein conversation, not being able to build muscle? Did you like not think about that? No, it really had nothing to do with that. It was more the fact that I just love, like, I love cheese and dairy and not so much dairy, but it was just like, it was, it was just a part of my diet and I, and I was having a hard time wrapping around my uh, head, like to fully give it up. But, yeah. you know, um, over, over the uh, first few weeks, it was, it was tough initially, but um, having, having all the meal plans and that all set up for me, like it didn't really affect me as much as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, let's get in, let's get into your journey. So, when you came in again, you mentioned when it was like 20, 25 pounds coming in vegan, yeah. but kind of like it was a new structure. I I understand that what we do is slightly different, right? You didn't have to like necessarily track the food. You had the recipes played laid out, the workouts laid out. How was that first, how was that first month for you? Was there like a, a, a learning curve? Was there an adaptation phase? How was that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was difficult. I think more so because, um, I'm not one that spends a lot of time in the kitchen. Um, it's not something that I really ever enjoy doing. Um, I I work different hours, so um, planning and, and making the time for all of it was challenging. Um, and, and so the first few weeks were difficult, but it, I knew it had to change, like I needed to form these new habits in order to make the change happen. 
And so yeah. I, I, I do remember having a conversation with you initially saying like, I'm just going to put my trust in you and trust the process. Yeah. But that's the best thing you can do. Right. And yeah. ultimately, like I am always trying to be upfront. Like there is a learning curve when you start, right. There's like, if you've never meal prepped before, like that's going to be a challenge, right. Yeah. Like you're going to cook your food. Like okay, I'm cooking the rice. Then you read the piece of paper. It's like, okay, I got to cut these vegetables. Okay. Then I got to cook this protein. I got to put it all together. It takes you a few hours the first time. It does. What was the difference between when you started and now? How fast is your meal prep? Well, I mean, now I don't even need to open up like the recipes anymore because it's it's ingrained in my head. Like I know the portions, I know how much to use, um, and so it, it does get easier in time. Like I have to admit, like I you I don't necessarily always refer back to them uh, just because I know the amounts that I need to include, and and so it just becomes second nature, really. Yeah which is a good thing to have. Right. But again, it's, you, you had to go through those first few weeks of like, damn, this is rough to cook this food. It is, it is, it's a learning process and it's stepping outside your comfort zone and doing things that you don't normally do. Right. And, and I think that's exactly what needed to happen in order to get to where I am. Yeah. And ultimately, if you want to be a fit and healthy individual, there's two options. You either have to learn to prep your food and stay on track or you pay someone to do it, but you have to be in a very d different financial position to get someone to do that for you. So most people have to learn how to prep their food and cook their food and kind of organize it. So I'm happy you went through that on the exercise part. Like, would you consider yourself someone that's like super active before? And then we kind of just change the structure. You're not working out. This was new. Then it was a new type of workout. So, um, having the structure, um, was great. It's not something that I had. I've always been active, um, in the gym in some capacity, um, actually leading up to, uh, starting with you guys, I had almost taken like, I think it was about a six or seven month break from the gym where I was just like, I just felt I was almost, um, done. Like I just wasn't enjoying going to the gym because I wasn't getting the results that I was wanting to get and so yeah. I just stepped back so yes I, I've been in the gym for years but um but having the structure from the plan and having the actual workouts to follow and it was actually a, a lot less I have I'm actually grateful for it because the workouts that I'm doing now um they weren't necessarily as intense as some of the workouts that I was doing in the past so I was in the gym for shorter periods of time and, you know, doing minimal, not minimal, but less exercises than I would have in the past. And, yeah. you know, not having to think twice about it was, was great. Yeah. And you got better results with less exercise ultimately. Yeah. Which blows my mind still to this day. Right. So a lot of people go into it or like, I need to, I just need to go harder. I need to go hard on my calorie deficit. I need to go hard on my workouts. Longer is better, more sets, more reps, more exercises. And then what happened to you is like, it's very common amongst people that are trying to improve their body composition. It's like, man, I'm doing all this effort and like nothing's changing. And it's really demotivating. And you're just like, well, like, why? Like, why continue? Because I'm putting out all this effort and nothing is shifting. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was uh, leading up to starting with you guys, because I was just feeling defeated. Yeah. And so I'm happy you bring that up because I've spoken to a few people recently. They're like, well, I'm just going to like 
try on my own, go to the gym and kind of like work out. And I'm like, if you don't, if you have no structure, I promise you, you're going to be stuck. Like there's not going to be any changes. The reason we're able to make such great progress is there was progression built into your plan. Even though there were long workouts, like you were doing before, they were efficient workouts and that's why they worked. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And what that's what you... too, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Like that's yeah. what I love too about this program is that like it's all set out for you. Like everything is already set up. Um, you just follow it. You have all your workouts that have instructions, your sets, your reps, your uh, your video descriptions. If you're unsure of the exercises, like it's really foolproof. Like it's great. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that because that's trying to trying to do is make it foolproof, right? You just you just show uh, up and you just gotta do the thing and then ultimately do the thing and you get the result you want. That's it. Literally just show up. Like you've really thought of everything when you when you design this. So I'm really yeah. grateful for, for for what you've done. Um, I appreciate that. Um and one question I have for you. So obviously in my head when I explain it, like I built it with that in mind right? Like, how can I make this foolproof for people to succeed? But then there's always the expectation when people start and potentially you had the same that like, every time I step on a scale, the number will be lower than the previous time I stepped on the scale and this expectation that it will always go down, right? The expectation that you're going to do a be able to do all of your workouts, so you're going to be able to stay on track with your nutrition 100% of the time, right? Which we both know now you haven't gone through it, that it's not the reality. So how did you, did you have any specific moments? You're like, man, that was rough. And how did you overcome them? Yeah. Like, um, when I first started, um, like it was a gradual decrease. Um, but, um, I do remember getting frustrated, I think with the amount of food too, that I was initially consuming because it was a lot less than I was used to. And I, um, I was like frustrated mentally, um, again something that i just had to work through um what was the other part of the question you asked sorry i just yeah no it's, it's like what were the, some of the main events that kind of came up as you're going through your journey they were like man that was a really rough part and like how did you overcome it yeah um so i guess too with with uh the weight loss there were some weeks where the scale didn't fluctuate and like i had been killing it yeah and um it was hard not to get defeated or, you know, kind of want to throw your hands up and be like, ugh, this isn't working. Um, but a lot of it was just the the mental thing in my head that just said, you know what, just keep pushing. Like, just keep going. Trust that, you know, next week is going to be better. Um, and, it, and it was. Like, as I continued on, it would, whether it was a pound, it was two pounds, three pounds, or I stayed the same, it, things changed because even just looking at the pictures from one week to the next, you could just see the changes that were happening. And so that was the motivation as well to, to just keep going. Yeah, because again, you lose one pound of fat, you gain one pound of muscle, that's a zero pound change on the scale. But like yeah. you said, when we look at your photos, a significant difference. And, and I, I really appreciate you sharing that because that mental component is huge and what is what throws most people off and gets yeah. them to stop. But when you think of it, when we first spoke, I'm like, Trevor, it's going to take you eight months. We're going to do foul loss. We're going to do reverse dieting, right? And so a lot of people, 
when they get to the scale on one week specifically, the weight didn't drop, I'm out. I'm like, no, nah, I told you eight months, right? Like, let's just go through the whole process. And I promise you, we're going to get you there. But I get it. it's a human brain of like, no, I want to see the number lower because especially if you've been crushing it, it's more disheartening than if you haven't been crushing it and it doesn't move on the scale. Exactly. And, and that's kind of where I've been at the last probably four to five weeks, maybe where, I mean, I'm, I'm also content with the weight that I've achieved, like the weight loss I've achieved, but the scale has kind of been staying the same for me. And yeah. when I sit on it, um, like I'm, I do feel frustrated, but at the same time, I'm like, my body composition has changed completely. And when it's I'm crazy, because I do have your graph here. I, I want, obviously won't show it on screen because it's an audio, but you had two moments where you hit the same weight, right? I think you hit like 154.8 on April 29th, and it yeah. went up a little bit and you're back down. But your photos from April to now, there's a significant difference in shift in body composition. Yeah. And, and now, like, especially too, like, I have to think about it as well. Like, I'm pushing heavier now than I ever have before. And so, I mean, and you're I, in a deficit. Yes. And I'm in a deficit as well. Yeah. So the weight is still staying the same, my my body weight, but the, the structure and, and the definition and the tone and everything that's, that's coming. I'm sure there's a little bit of, you know, muscle mass being put on as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not letting the number, uh, deter me from, from keep moving forward. Yeah. Which again, is a great place to be. And also want to explain, like when you started, it kind of like when most people start, they have more weight to lose. So the yeah. more weight you have to lose, the faster it comes off, the leaner you get, the slower the fat loss is. Cause then you're just like, you're usually just fine tuning the small little details at the end. Right. And it's, you don't have as much fat to lose. So the body's also more resilient to let go of it because yeah. you're getting to a leaner level. Your body's like, Hey, do we like a little bit more body fat? Cause we want to be able to like survive for a long time in case you go into famine. So yeah. the body has a bit more resistance to it, but that's the cool part because a pound change. Now, if we drop you off one pound now, will make such a huge difference in your physique compared to when we lost one pound when you started. When we lost one pound when you started, you couldn't even tell the difference in the photos. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. But now you can see a pretty big difference. So I'm happy you share that because at the end of the day, it's a tough journey, right? It's not an easy journey. There's a learning curve to it. There's going to be moments where you're frustrated. There's going to be moments where you're working hard and your body is like, you know what, dude? I don't want to lose this week. <laughs> and the scale just stays the same. So what were some of like, I'll just grab your three biggest one. What were the three biggest tools that you got access to that kind of helped you to kind of push forward to be where you're at now, ultimately? Well, I think the number one is actually having um, the app with everything laid out daily. So it's like my accountability uh, to myself and also like to my coach where like I have certain things that I have to focus on each day and I need to hit these targets. So that's one thing. Two is the actual coaches themselves, like having access to um, Joey, who I'm working with, and, and any questions or concerns or, or frustrations or anything like that, to be able to communicate that to him and then for him to be able to come back and give me a response and sort of walk me through things, help to ease my mind and sort of give me that motivation to, to keep pushing. Um, yeah. The third thing that I love the most is like 
um, the community that you created with access to all the other members who are all along on the same journey. And it's a different path for everybody, but like, you know, being able to relate to somebody else who is going through this and um, it's really motivating to be able to just show a picture or read somebody else's message and, and just to have, um, it's kind of like that like-mindedness of somebody else um, going through the same struggles that you are. And so it makes you feel like you're, you're less alone on this journey. Yeah, it makes it, it makes the world of a difference to have that like-minded community because, you know, like you saw, like some people comment, some people don't comment, but there's always someone that like, if you're having a down day, someone posts something like, ah, that made me feel good. Now I'm going to go and work out. But you don't yeah. know, like for a fact, some people have messaged me because of you to like, dude, Trevor's photo, Trevor's transformation, like super inspiring. Like there's days where I don't want to go and work out and I see Trevor's post, like I just go and work out. Right. But you don't know that impact because it's behind the scenes. Right. So just for you to know, I'm telling you live on the podcast. <laughs> that's amazing. And and that's what's great. Like, it's nice to to be able to inspire other people. And and, it, and it's kind of happening in my own life, too, because I, I haven't seen people in a while. I've, I've sort of really pulled back the last few months to, to take this time to focus on myself. And so when somebody sees me and they see the progress and they want to know more and and it inspires them to want to work out or do something different. And if I can do that for somebody else, then that's great. Yeah. People are attracted to greatness, right? So if they see kind of where you're at before and there's your higher level of greatness than where you're at, like, what have you been doing? And I don't know if you noticed that yet, but some people will come to you and that's kind of like the easiest way to kind of plug eating plant-based. Because if yeah. you go to someone like you should eat plant-based versus when you get in shape, like, how'd you do it? They're like, dude, I eat plant-based. They're like, really? And then they're way more receptive to it. Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot, and I have to be honest, like there's a lot of skepticism too with a lot of people. And yeah. so the, instead of saying much, I, I will actually give them some of the food that I eat. Yeah. And when they have it, they're shocked at how good things can actually taste, how filling a meal can actually be like and and especially like family and friends it's kind of changed a lot of their opinions so yeah got so curious what were your some of your favorite recipes that you're like going to continue to go back to um the tofu scramble is one of my huge ones like I'm a breakfast person in general so um it's been a lot of the breakfast meals for me but the tofu scramble um the overnight oats um there's like a cinnamon and uh maple flavor one like i just obsessed with and um the pancakes are really good too yeah, <laughs> yeah they are <laughs> um but yeah like even just um some of the dinners i there's one that i'm um with the soba noodles and uh tofu and i, I don't yeah. know what they but there, I'm I'm just impressed that the the flavors in some of these dishes, um, and using all natural ingredients too. Like there's nothing processed in anything, and yeah. and for these meals to feel filling and um, yeah, it's it's been great. Yeah, so I I love to ask you. So obviously, you know, 25 pounds is a pretty significant difference in your in your body and your body composition. What are some of the changes that you've noticed in your in your life from 
having this new body from being lighter? What are things that, again, it could be a physical thing or a non-physical thing? You know, a lot of non-physical things have happened for me. Um, one is like, I always had like chronic low back pain and stiffness for years. I haven't, I've, I've had one or two days in the last four months that I've had this, a bit of stiffness. Um, and that's kind of a gone. Um, my sleep has improved, um, getting better quality sleep. My skin has like cleared up. Um, my digestion is a lot better. I'm, I'm less in like less inflammation. Um, I never feel full after a meal, uh, like full in the sense, like bloated. bloated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like so many positives, so many positives. What, um, what's the ones that you're the most excited about? So I like, as a guy, you know, you, I get it. You walk into the mirror sometimes you're just like, look at that tricep. Oh, I got this vein sticking out. Like what's the thing that got you the most excited when you got this lean? Okay, so physically, it, it has been, I, I, I do like vascularity. So like, I I have this one vein on my arm that is starting to, to form that yeah. uh, is something that I really like. Um, I'm starting to get like definitions here, definition in my arms. And at 42, I'm actually getting abs as well. So that's a nice thing to have. Uh, yeah. Being like thicker guy most of my life I've never really had that that tone and definition so that's probably like the number one obviously is like the physical change just yeah. actually seeing these results and seeing in the mirror like what I knew I could always achieve yeah well it's beautiful man it's nice when you start to see some striations and some veins and doing some bicep curls you're like oh yeah you start to see everything it's a it's definitely a guy thing i think girls like sure. care too much of vascularity yeah. um, so out of out of all these changes so we're right now i think you're starting reverse dieting right you're in your reverse dieting process i, I think I, yeah i'm just starting into it okay so you're like one two weeks in right you're not too yeah. far into it so how have you find that so far? It's not big of a change, but again, we're, we're starting to increase your food. Um, so actually we're starting next week. So I haven't, okay. I haven't actually started into it just yet. Okay, cool. So I'll tell you what's coming, which is really great. It's like a lean bulk ultimately, right? So you get to stay this lean, but pack on more muscle. And we're going to be able to add like genuinely about like 800 to 1000 plus calorie of food intake to what you're currently eating for you to yeah, stay this lean. <laughs> It's a lot, it's a lot of food, right? But it's, it's the same process as again, what you did before for the fat loss. When you mentioned like, Hey, like it was less food than what I was used to. I was a little bit hungry, but I know for a fact that your stomach got used to it. And it was like, Oh, like this is the food I'm eating today. I'm not hungry anymore. Right. The stomach will adjust to the amount of food that you eat. So if you eat like a bird over time, eventually your stomach is going to be that size. So if you eat anything that was like what you were eating before, normally you'll feel stuffed right? You won't be able to consume all the food. So we're just restretching out your stomach as well through reverse dieting, not like in a physical way where your stomach sticks out, but you just are able to handle more food per meal. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, to increasing my calories a little bit. <laughs> the last, the last part was, was honestly the, the toughest mentally on me just having yeah. that, that caloric intake. Um, but again, the support that I've had from Joey and, and the community has been great to just help me keep going. 
Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a part of the game. So I would say like you're leaner than a lot of the members that we have. Um, because you wanted to get this lean, but not everyone wants to be that lean. When you want to push or like a leaner physique, the calories have to be a little bit lower because we have to push the boundaries of what the body needs. So hunger is not a bad thing, right? Yeah. Or put, that, put that out. People were like, I hate not, I hate being hungry. I was like, well, then you get to be overweight because you're going to eat all the time, right? <laughs> hunger is not a bad thing at all. You need to learn to be able to master it. Do you think that's something that kind of happened throughout the process? Like when hunger came, you're like, ah, it's not a big deal anymore. I'm just going to like drink some water or wait for the next meal or compared to before where it was probably like, I hate this. This is not fun. And that's what I noticed too, is like, um, sometimes when I was really feeling hungry, I also would think, and I'm like, you know what? I actually haven't consumed as much water as I should have today. Mm -hmm. And even just consuming that water, it, I know it's just water, but it gives you that fuller feeling. So yeah um even that uh has helped too i'd love to ask you a question about like success in this area of your life so you mentioned like having almost like a six pack at 42 when's the last time you had one uh i sort of had this about 19 i was around 19 okay so, long four years ago yeah okay beautiful what is it just the start because once you reverse diet, you can do another mini cut and get even leaner if you want to without having to go as low in calories once you're done reverse dieting. But yeah, you can get, yeah, exactly. You get to be like even leaner and then get to eat more food to maintain it. So when people talk to me about like listening to these podcast episodes, they're always like, what's the thing that made this person successful in their transformation, right? Because obviously it sounds sound badass. 42, almost got abs now, great physique, crazy transformation, had some struggles, kind of overcame them. But I'm also always curious as to like, what do you think is, what do you think made you successful in this transformation, right? We were just here to to guide and support, right? So it was an internal thing to you. Like, what do you think made you follow through and go through the whole process, even though there was bumps in the roads, even though there was challenges that showed up? It honestly was mindset for me. Um, I've, I've struggled with, um, you know, mental health issues throughout my life. And for me, I sort of always tend to focus on the negative and I, and for this process, I really had to change my mindset and be like, you know what, this is going to be a struggle, but, um, it's really helped getting the results and just continuing to push through instead of giving up. That's probably been the biggest game is the, the whole mental shift. And that is worth its weight and hold to me. Yeah. I remember we talked about mental health, our first conversation. Do you find that that's changed now? Oh, my God. Tenfold. I feel like a different person. Um, I haven't been anxious um, in a long time. I really also including uh, the meditation into my my daily routine. I'd say like four out of seven days of the week, like in, including that's good, is been a huge shift as well. And I literally only do ten minutes. I do ten minutes. It's not like some crazy half an hour, hour long thing. Just ten minutes and being consistent with it, and just slowing down and focusing on my breathing that's all I really do for meditation, but it's, it's changed me dramatically. And, and then when I, I start to feel like I'm getting a little bit worked up, 
I think I'm, I look back and I realize I haven't taken that time out for myself. And then yeah. I focus and, you know, make sure I put that back into my routine again. Yeah. I think the getting in shape and doing what's necessary to get in shape addresses a lot of the thing that causes people to struggle with mental health, right? I think it's really hard to have mental health issues when you're in top shape and you're healthy. Yeah. Right? Because you're fueling your body foods that will make you feel good. You're moving in a way that makes you feel good. And so there's like, there's a, I'm gonna say it's a solution for all of it, but there's a pretty clear path to wanting to be in a better place from a mental health standpoint, get in shape, therefore you have to eat good food you have to be disciplined you have to do all these things right and it just changes the game for everyone and i never really equated like the especially the food aspect um for for mental health but it's really been a game changer for me yeah um, matt i can tell you, if you go and have like a beyond burger with some vegan ice cream and some cookies tonight i promise you tomorrow you're gonna be anxious a little bit depressed because your body's so fine-tuned now, like you're gonna feel it right away. Yeah, and and you know, I did have a, a moment uh, a few weeks ago where I was away at a friend's cottage, and I, and I actually did have a few things. Yeah. And the next day, I felt I felt terrible. Yeah. I felt terrible. I'm like, I don't want to do this again because I I thought I wanted it, and when I had it, it I actually felt worse. So it wasn't even worth. The, worth the cheap meal you know like so yeah enough to just again help me refocus get back on track yeah and that's the cool part right is when there's pain we don't want to revert back to it but yeah. the thing is if you always eat some form of like food that's not that great for you right i don't put food like as good or as bad but there's food that clearly make you feel good and food that doesn't but yeah. if you always eat food that doesn't make you feel good, then you don't know that that's the norm. So when you eat it, you're just continuing to feel the norm that you had, which was not that great. Once you yeah. fine tune your body, kind of like what you did, and you just throw in a bit of poison, so whatever it is, alcohol, cookies, ice cream, whatever, then you're like, oh, damn, like I, you, you feel in your body, you feel sore, you feel bloated, you feel like puffy. Um, do you Did you notice your mind going more towards negative thoughts that next day? Oh, yeah. Like I had a mental fog. I just... Like I felt lethargic. I didn't. I didn't feel. I didn't feel good at all. Yeah. Um, good. Then, it's a good lesson. <laughs> yeah, like it was almost like, you know, I am. I'm kicking the butt to to just keep going. Yeah. So I would. I would love to ask you. So there's people that listen to this podcast that are current members, some that are past members, some that are potentially people that are that want to work with us. I would love for you to speak to the current members right? And the people that are on their journey, you had a piece, like one or two pieces of advice for them to, again, I say the end goal is not to be a success story, but obviously I love bringing on members that are successful in their transformation because they stuck with it, right? The yeah. difference between someone that does or doesn't, that has a success or not, is whether they stuck with it or they didn't stick with it, regardless of the timeline, right? Because everyone can get there just about the timeline. So what piece of yeah. advice would you have for them, for them to be more successful in their transformation? I think the biggest thing is just to trust the process um, because obviously you guys have designed everything that it's not going to, the results are not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. Um, you know, there's going to be hardships, but I think being consistent has been the key to my success. 
And even when I'm not having a good day, everybody has bad days. But yeah. I try and learn from that and have my moment and then push harder the next day, you know? Um, and and just to reach out, like, you know, reach out to the community, the people in the um like in the app and and just I think re- reaching out to somebody and, and letting them know that they're having a struggle is enough to maybe get the support that they need to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love I love all of these points, but the first one specifically of trust the process because for the there's for the people that listen to these episodes where I bring on members, it's always the same thing at the end of it. Trust the process. Don't try to reinvent the wheel, right? Obviously it works. So trusting the process is huge. So I appreciate you also acknowledging that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was skeptical. I'm not going to lie. I was skeptical coming into it. I, I, my mindset was like, oh, it's just another thing after my money, whatever. And very quickly that whole perspective changed. And yeah. I really- this is like nothing else I've ever seen before and there were so many components for me with having the community and the the meetings and um just everything set up on the app and like everything was thought of and so that for me was enough to to want me to keep going yeah let me ask you a question was this worth the investment for you 100 percent 100% I was like, that's that to people because I know we're not cheap in what we do because no. we do take care of everything. Like literally we think of and take care of everything. I know we're not cheap, but I was like to ask, like, if it is not cheap, was it, was it worth it for you? Yeah. And, and, and once, um, I got into the program, like I was nervous as hell and, and I thought, Oh God, like, but when I realized I was getting the results, I had access to everything that I needed. It was all laid out for me. I didn't think twice about the money after like a week. I, it was at the window. Yeah. And really like uh, an investment in myself, like there's, you can't really put a price on that. Yeah. And ultimately it got you skid in the game to stick with it. Yeah. And it set me up for life too. Right. It's, it's helped me form new habits. uh, So that even when I do leave the program, like I still have, months and months of new habits that I've formed and and um to take with me to, to keep going yeah absolutely and again once you do reverse dieting there's a new set of skills you're going to learn because yeah. in the future if ever you want to do another cut you know exactly how to do it you'll know exactly how to get yourself out of it and speed up your metabolism and in that yeah. way you can literally train for whatever it is that you want next right because I'll tell you one thing, once you finish reverse dieting and you have this body, which you're going to be like, you know, have a bit more muscle mass when you're done reverse dieting because it's like a lean bulk. Yeah. Once you have that body, like that is taken care of. You don't need to worry about this anymore. And then there's something in your head that's going to come up or maybe already has of like, oh, that's the next thing I want to do. That's the next thing I want to train for. You already have an idea as to what that is? I'd love to actually try um, like a triathlon. Nice. Um, yeah, I've, I've never really been a runner or swimmer, but I'd love to do something different outside of the gym as well. Um, yeah. And I, you know, swimming is a weakness of mine, but, you know, it's something that 
with time and practice, you get better at. So something that I'd like to, to work on as another goal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can also help you out with that part. You know that. Um, but I would say start with a sprint on your race. Yeah. Right? Don't don't do what I did. Let's do like let's do a half iron man or a full iron man. No, no, like start with the sprint, see if yeah. you like it. If you like it, then maybe trying to do Olympic distance. Cause uh you can do the sport pretty cheap, but once you kind of get kicked into it, you're like, oh, this bike, I want this, I want these rims, I want these wheels, I want this swimsuit, I want these. Man, you can spend so much money on triathlon. So just, you know, try a small one and see if you like it. It's such an interesting feeling to go from horizontal to like vertical on a bike, right? You like horizontal and you swim and you got to run out to your bike and you're all disorientated. And going from a bike and biking hard to like running, your legs are just fried. And it's such an interesting feeling. You feel nothing for the first like mile. I'll start small for sure. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Trevor, any, any words of wisdom you'd like to share for people that are, again, that are on the fence of, of changing their, their, their body, their health, right? Not saying to say working with us, but for them to make the commitment to themselves that they want to change. Yeah. I mean, I think just, um, committing to yourself is, is hard to do. And, and I think like myself, I made excuses for a long time. And when I finally just said enough's enough, um like i i want to live a long and healthy life and um if if you're sitting on the fence i think it's it's worth it's worth it to anybody like and for my for my mental health my mental health has improved like tenfold for somebody who was depressed and you know sitting on the couch and and unmotivated to to where i'm at right now where i just don't stop like and i'm older than i was when i was feeling not great. I, it's just, it's worth your weight and goal to, to, for your own, own health to, to just do something for yourself. Yeah. If you mind me asking, what are, what are those excuses that you're telling yourself as to why you couldn't do this? Didn't have the money, you know, wasn't, wasn't good enough. Like it's, I just, I think I was undeserving of it. Like didn't think I was up for the challenge. Like just a lot of negative mindset and mm-hmm. and i it was something that i really needed to work on the most yeah do you think that you're deserving now and you could take on the challenge absolutely like i mean and don't get me wrong i still have a lot of struggles but seeing this commitment that i made to myself and my own health it's actually changed my perspective greatly hey, isn't there like i want i would like to ask you this because i've shared this concept multiple times with people but let me just ask you directly from your own experience. So I think there's like fake level of confidence, which is nice clothes, nice watch, whatever, right? And you're like, I'm dressed nice, I'm this person. But then there's a real level of confidence, which is I tell myself that I'm going to do something and then I actually do it like transforming your body. And you're like, damn, like I can do this. What else can I do? There's like this internal confidence of like, I can follow through on the thing that I said that I'm going to do. Did you notice that shift in confidence change when you did that? Still happening, to be honest. Um, like I, I, I haven't really been a confident guy most of my life, um, but this has helped me to sort of step outside of my comfort zone um, and and push myself. Even coming on this podcast today, I I was super hesitant in doing it. I, I'm not one that likes to be in front of the cameras. I'm more of a behind the scene guy and. Initially, when you reached out, I thought, 
in my instant mind was like, no, I, I can't do this. And then I was like, I sat with it for the, a day and I was like, you know what, this is going to help build my confidence by showing up to something that is really a struggle for me. Um, yeah. And speaking vulnerably and putting myself out there for other people to see is not something that comes easy for me. So even showing up to this was a huge struggle, but you know what? I made it through and that helps to build my confidence to keep going in other aspects as well. Yeah. Well, I'm really proud of you for jumping on the podcast. You did an awesome job, by the way. And I know you're going to get a lot of love from the people listening because People are gonna people are gonna connect with what you shared. And I think that's the power of sharing our own specific story. Is there is again, you've impacted a lot of people within the program. You don't even know about it. The people that are gonna listen to this podcast that are gonna be connecting to your story and kind of where you're at, where you went through and where you're at now, there's gonna be hundreds and thousands of them. Right. Give me shivers. Right. But that's the cool part of sharing, right? Because a lot of people we think. I understand the the there's a fear because I used to have that a fear of kind of like of sharing and putting myself out there, but eventually yeah. just realized that man it's a disservice to the world for me to not share my story because you wouldn't be here if I didn't do that if I didn't share my story, right? Yeah. None none of our amazing people that we've transformed in life would be there if I wasn't like hey, this is my story here's why I want to help. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been stepping outside my comfort zone in a lot of areas of my life, but the growth that comes from that is what I, I need as well. So, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm very excited for you because I get, I remember our first conversation you had your hat down, you were standing like this on front of the camera and I all bright and happy, standing tall, chest sticking out. So I'm, I'm very excited for you for, again, what's coming with the reverse siding and what you're going to create for yourself after. Well, I can't thank you enough uh, for this community that you've created. It's it's really helped change my life. Oh, that makes me really happy to hear. And again, man, massive thank you for taking the time to jump on the podcast, for stepping out of your comfort zone to be here and, and share your story. And for the people listening, if you want more information about kind of what we're doing and how we help Trevor transform, there's just a link down below in the show notes. You can book a call directly with me, kind of like the one that I had with Trevor when we originally spoke. And I was like, Trevor, you need to do this. We need to change your life. And ultimately, look at him now, right? So the link is down below in the show notes. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.